Hello, welcome back to the Chattahoochee Podcast, episode 22. 22. Yeah. Can you believe it? Wow. I'm glad we're back. It's been a minute. Looks like we made it. Look how far we've come. My co-host. Yeah. <laughs> Co-people. <laughs> hey, they said we'd never make it. <laughs> hey, I'm glad we took the long way. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we're um we're finally back with another episode, episode twenty two. And we Caleb, have a special we, guest. We do have a special guest. Say hello, special guest. Hello. My dear wife and our long, long, long time friend, Kelsey Gore. Thanks John for Anderson me. Uh, expert, I'm yeah. assuming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had to bring in the expert on this one because this episode, as you've seen by the title, is our John Anderson episode. What, what? I don't know if this one, I hope I'm wrong, but I was thinking like prepping for this one, Like, I hope this one's not just for us, you know? Yeah, I'm, there's got to be some other fellow John Anderson enthusiasts out there, right? You would um, you would imagine. I mean, I surely hope so. I, I hope we are surprised by all of the, um, I don't know, people that don't always boast about listening to John Anderson. But Yeah, I feel like he doesn't get enough credit. that uh, He has a lot of really good songs, but a lot of underrated songs as well. Absolutely. He's a very underrated artist. Yeah. yeah. You don't hear a lot of people talk about him. But you're going to now. Yeah, we're, we're, we're lifting him up today. Well, <laughs> putting him on a pedestal, <laughs> lifting him up like Reba in that song. Yeah, <laughs> that's who she wrote it about. Was John, John Anderson. Anderson? Yeah, fun fact. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're listening to this on the day it premieres, it is Monday, April 11th. Happy Monday! Happy Monday! Happy Easter week, guys! Hope the Easter Bunny brings you something good. <laughs> I've well, never got anything as good as the year I got Space Jam in my Easter basket. Whoa. I mean, that's, that was, I took the cake. That's the top of the mountain right there. <laughs> or the year you wrote the Easter song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah, he's performing that live on Easter on our uh, it's true. Instagram page. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Be sure to be looking, looking out for that live. Tell him he was dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't say. <laughs> Well, um, would you guys like to go through some country music history for April 11th? Yeah, you got Do some it. good stuff. There is a, there's a, I mean, there's not a lot, but what I've got is pretty good. I'm ready. So, okay, let's go back to 1953. Here's a, a, a pretty popular one for this segment. Hank Sr. Hank's Your Cheating Heart was at number one on the Billboard Country Chart. No surprise there. No. So the story goes that um, he was prompted to write this song when he was thinking about his first wife, Audrey Williams, while driving around with his second wife, Billie Jean Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Choices. And uh, it is said that she, while he was driving and writing the song, she was in the passenger seat and she was writing the lyrics down. And uh, something, something crazy. 
this was uh this was included in his last ever recording sessions before he passed away. Wow. Ain't that crazy? That's crazy. <laughs> so jot this down while we're taking a spin around the block. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day. I'm feeling inspired. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this belongs in a song. Write this down. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day. It was like, uh, you know that David Allen Coe song, The Ride? Mm-hmm. It's, it's all just about him, like, meeting the ghost of Hank Williams. Yeah. Did you see this? You probably I haven't did. seen the meme, I don't think, but. <laughs> it was like, um, <laughs> Hank says something about needing a lot, and <laughs> David says, my brother in Christ, you're literally a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you need more than a lot, bud. <laughs> I think you need a body. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> all right. So fast forward to 1957, born on this day in North Carolina was country singer and songwriter Jim Lauderdale, mm-hmm. which you guys will, um, we we have talked about Jim Lauderdale as a songwriter a good bit. But um, okay, so it was since 1986, he's released 19 studio albums. And uh, here's a few, um, see if you guys know any of these artists that he has uh, written for. George Strait, Vince Gill, Patty Loveless. Who are those people though? (laughs) Kind of a big (laughs) deal. Kind of icons. Okay, 1964, born on this day. Greenville, Mississippi was Steve Azar, the country music singer, songwriter who saying, I don't know if you guys remember this song. Ever since I read this, I've had the song in my head. I don't have to be me till Til Monday. Monday. <laughs> yep. And it was on his it was the lead off single from his second studio album, Waiting on Joe. Remember that one? Oh wow, yeah. We <laughs> Waiting on Joe. Oh, oh, what do you know? Oh gosh. I can't wait till we get to that episode. <sighs> don't load your breath. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be either right before or right after the Billy Gilman episode. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one you'll have to record over my cold, dead body. Yeah, that's the one voice I don't want to hear. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I still haven't forgiven him for being a, a child prodigy singer yeah. and getting on my everlasting nerve, you know. Yeah. Hey, a thousand <laughs> prayers, a million words, he made it. Yeah. And uh, His then voice you was had, heard. <laughs> you had the, the, uh, the Cletus T. Judd um cover my voice matured remember that i don't i yeah. don't oh, want to gosh. i don't think i'm <laughs> oh gosh better or worse than the what somehow it's based worse off of, really somehow worse than the original <laughs> yeah, i will admit that i kind of low-key like bake me a honey ham <laughs> <laughs> it just gets in my head sometimes and i'm like what am i actually singing <laughs> What about um, we will have to do a Cletus D. Judd episode at some point. (laughs) What about uh, how do you milk a cow? (laughs) Better than Toby Keith's How Do You Like Me Now? I will say that. Yeah. Take it back. (laughs) 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 Okay, I've got got one more good one for you. Uh, You know, just a handful of years later, 1977. Waylon Jennings released the single Lukenbach, Texas, which became his fifth U.S. country number one hit. 
Okay, this this surprised me a little bit. In his autobiography, Waylon said that um, he when he heard it, he knew because he didn't write the song, but when he heard it, he knew it was a hit. And but he didn't like it, and really? he never did learn to like it. Wow, ain't that crazy? That just, might be like my favorite Waylon song. I love that. It's song. definitely up there for me as one of my favorites. Yeah, it. I mean, it's a it's a great song. Like, um, he he's got like a, a handful of songs that um are I, I I can't recall them right now, but um this might this name might pop up a little bit later. There's a guy named Billy Joe Shaver. Yeah, like hardcore country guys. You mm-hmm. know who this is. And um, he, there's there's some stories where like he had he was wanting to pitch some songs to Waylon for one of his records, and like they almost got in like this big like fist fight over it and all this stuff like right in the studio in <laughs> I think it was Nashville at the time, but uh, yeah I forget it must have been a podcast or something I listened to that story on, but it was wild, but it ended up being like some of Waylon's like most like. Waylon-y songs, yeah. you know? Like the ones that you think about Waylon from were all Billy Joe Shaver songs. But yeah, that's um, that's some April 11th history for you guys. Some good facts. What a day. Good preservation of history. Important history, country music history. <laughs> is there is there another kind? I could have subbed out like a year of regular social studies for country music studies. That would have been <laughs> ideal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is where, today we're going to be talking about the birth of George Jones. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you'd have to have a whole class on Waylon. Yeah, yeah. For, yeah. Jeez. The stories of Waylon. Like, listen, you guys have to sign a permission slip <laughs> for uh, <laughs> us to be able to talk about this content, okay? Let's go on a field trip. <laughs> yes. Today we're gonna go hang out with the Hell's Angels and talk about Waylon, yeah. their good friend. I love those cartoon things. What are those called? Oh, what are, I know what you're talking about, mm. but the they, like the informative history that is yes, always interesting. I love from those. country music. It's about like we watched that Waylon one that time. Yeah, and George Jones. Yeah, yeah, those George so Jones good. and Porter Wagner. That <laughs> what a time to be alive and hang out with those people. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the people in their circle was probably like, no one would ever believe me if I told them this probably. Mm-hmm. Just on everyday basis, hanging out <laughs> with him. <laughs> well, have you been listening to anything new lately? I have. Yeah, anything? I have. Some play, playlist-worthy tracks? Yeah, I, I have a handful today. I feel like I actually have um, more than usual. I usually get kind of frustrated trying to like find new country music and i know you do too yeah but there's actually um the um the spotify release radar has blessed me here lately i've got some good stuff some real good stuff yeah okay um how about i'll start off with um an artist that is on our playlist if you guys don't know what we're talking about go to spotify and search the chattahoochee newer than 90s playlist and all this stuff that we have talked about in the past and on this episode will already be on there so and, in, and it's on right it's starting to grow into quite the playlist too we've got a lot of good oh stuff gosh, on there now yes. 
Well, this um, this artist is um, Caitlin Butts. Seymour's oh, yeah? sister. <laughs> Seymour's Boom sister. roasted. <laughs> I mean, with a name like that. Yeah. God bless her. Yep. <laughs> Caitlin Butts. She has she has a couple new tracks. I think she has a new record coming soon. I think, I think it drops maybe this week. I believe really? actually. I think so. Ooh. Yeah, Dang. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. This track in particular is "Blood." Have you heard this yet? I don't think I've heard this Man, one now. It is good. She has a killer voice. Yeah, it really does. Look, she she lets it go on this one. It's great, great country song. Um, I haven't heard that one, but one that I do have on mine is the, I don't know if you probably came across this one, the single, It Won't Always Be This Way. Yeah. Man, her sound is just killer. And like you said, like she just lets loose. Like, yeah, I, there's someone that she reminds me of and I've yet to pinpoint it, but like she just has a ridiculous range. Yeah. Hitting the highs and lows. I think stylistically, like, like their voices are a little different, but like her delivery reminds me kind of like Leanne Womack sort yeah, of delivery. I can see that. You know, mm-hmm. like she can like like go like, like her vocal runs and stuff like that. They're not like Carrie Underwood esque, where it's like overdone. Mm-hmm. You know, she would never. Yeah, she would. Yeah, she would. She really would. I would like to know if there's one single episode so far where I don't say something negative about <laughs> Carrie Underwood. You try next time. Maybe next time. Yeah. We'll have to play the game episode again where we say nice things about people. Oh. <laughs> That's the only way. <laughs> How about you, my dear? Okay. Newer than 90. So I, I was telling them before we got started actually recording that I have listened to John Anderson like nonstop for almost a month. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> but um, so newer than 90s is John Anderson. His yes. For me anyways. His uh his last album is called Years. It came out in 2020. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. It's mm. really, really good. And I was like reading about it and stuff. But like the this guy from the Black Keys, do you know his name? Dan Arbach, maybe? I'm not familiar with Anyways, his name. he like sought out John Anderson, was like wanting to write with him. So they was writing these songs and they were planning on like just having somebody else sing them and record them. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, no, John Anderson needs to do it. And he had, like, had all these like health issues and he wasn't sure he would even be able to like hear himself. And he basically just knocked it out of the park, obviously. So Of course. But yeah. it's really, really good. There's several really good songs on it. He has, I don't know your feelings about Blake Shelton, Caleb. I know Casey doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but one of my favorite songs on the album is uh, Tuesday I'll Be Gone, and it's with Blake Shelton, and mm-hmm. it's good. Yeah. I think you'll like it. I think that Blake Shelton is a very, very talented singer. Yeah. He is a good singer, yeah. 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 And I just personally don't care for some of the musical choices that he makes sometimes. <laughs> you mean you don't like my lips taste like sangria or your your lips taste like sangria? Yeah. I mean, like, that's that's Jeez. that's like top three songs all time for me. I'll be honest, no, no. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, it started, like, early on. There's a lot of good stuff, like... Uh, Austin. Yeah, Austin. Austin's a great song. I wasn't a huge fan of Old Red. A lot of people like that song. I don't. Yeah. I think it was just so one of those songs that was so popular at the time. Yeah, and it played so much in such a short span that I was just immediately over it. Like, yeah. 
It is a really good song. Um, it gives me almost like a Leonard Skinner vibe. It's I would so be into like, that. It's really, really good. And he has another one that I really like called I'm Still Hanging On on there. But the whole album is really good. It's kind of, I don't know, I just I loved it. I was like, I didn't even know this existed. It just came out two years ago, and he didn't even know like he was going to be able to do it. So, pretty cool. That's I'm excited to hear the updated playlist then once all these go on here. Yes, yes. It's really good. Okay, my next one. I, this is a group, um, I think it's kind of a duo, but uh, I kind of accidentally found them like on a completely un, like unrelated podcast. Like, okay, the band is called Year of the Buffalo. I think they're a couple of Indiana guys, and I heard them on like a, a comedy podcast. Like they did like the the intro music for this show. Mm-hmm. So I looked them up, and turns out they have some really really good songs. Like the dude, like the lead singer, he is a killer singer, like great singer. But uh, okay, so there's a track called "Hands That Bleed," and um, I mean it's it's a cool like. I wouldn't say it's like a pop, like like a new country sound so mm-hmm. much, but um, I don't know. It's it's kind of like a fresh take on some older country styles. But um, the dude that plays um, plays like the lead on it. It's it's got this sweet look, little lead line like three quarters of the way through it, and it kind of gives a nod to um, Merle Haggard, Worker Man Blues on ooh, a part yeah. of it. Like like if you're listening for it, you're like ooh, because it's kind of like it's in like the same vein of song, just mm-hmm. you know, different feel. But yeah, hands that bleed, very good. That's exciting. I'm gonna hear that. Yeah, you'll you'll enjoy it. What else you got? Well, I have two more, and I'm going to lump them together because they're the same artist. Okay. Um, my main jam really has been just Flatland Calvary. Oh, like, okay. Repeatedly. Um, man, they're just like, I feel like if I played country music in a band that's kind of the same vibe or sound I mm-hmm. would pursue, I just think it all sounds like, like as Joe, as our buddy Joe Crow would say, in the pocket kind of in sounds the like they've got it. They found the groove there yeah. in there. <laughs> um, one of the songs would be Tilt Your Chair Back which is more like a s- slow ballad vibes about it but it's yeah. a very happy upbeat song lyrically um, and I love that one and the other one would be Well Spent Time which has like well they really time. ride the fence on like country rock and roll sound which I love and yeah. it just man you can, all this whole album is worth listening to and probably slowly over time if i get the chance i will slowly work this whole album into our newer than 90s playlist because <laughs> i love it in episodes later <laughs> yeah. did it finally got them all in there Track 12 bro <laughs> i have one more okay um so in my you know non-stop listening to john anderson of course, you're listening to Wild and Blue, right? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Well, not many people know that Alan Jackson has a cover of Wild and Blue. Did you know that, Caleb? I did not. That's news to me. It's on his Bluegrass album, which is so good. It is good. It come. I don't know. It's not really new, new, but it's 2013, and uh, he does it so good. Which, you know, that that John Anderson's original on that is kind of more bluegrassy feel mm-hmm. to yeah. it. So it just goes all out bluegrass, and it is so good. 
and then I really like Blue Ridge Mountain song on that album. Sing a little Blue Ridge Mountain. It's really it, the whole yeah, album's good. good from beginning to end. Is if you like bluegrass at all, but that's the, his definitely his cover of Wild and Blue is really good. Permission to do two more. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Listen, okay. Cardboard Alan Jackson. He's, <laughs> he says no. He's shaking his head now. He's, mm, he's telling you. He's no got the once. shades on. Yeah. He's he's. <laughs> I feel like I've disappointed my father right now. No. <laughs> Cardboard <laughs> Allen's just, just disappointedly shaking his head. Shameful looks. Okay. <laughs> Two more artists here. Okay. So, Caleb, uh, I know how you, you know how last episode you said, okay, I have a, I just wanted you to know that you were right. Uh-huh. Okay, another artist that you were totally right about. Oh. Vincent Neil Emerson. Yes. Okay, he, he's got a new uh, a track. I guess it's new. It's new on my release radar anyway. Mm-hmm. Called Roadrunner with Coulter Wall. What a pairing. Yeah, and it's just like straight up bluegrass. It's awesome. Yeah. Like it's a really fun, fun bluegrass song. I love him too. I think a lot of it is too that songwriting wise, he really, some tracks really make me think of Willie Nelson. Yeah. For him, like the way he writes songs, and I just love it. And like a much more, uh, I guess, a modern touch on it, I guess, like yeah. with the sound of his music. Yeah, I'm liking him a lot. So I just wanted you to know that you were right. Thanks. Talk. Let me <laughs> record this section and pin it and save it. <laughs> <laughs> on this day, country music history, I was Write right. Write it down. <laughs> okay, I've got one more artist for you. So, and this is another one that I kind of found by accident. Okay, so, um, you know, I'm a guitar player. Caleb's a guitar player. Caleb's is a bass player, piano player. Like, we we still enjoy music. We still play it. And so, I'm, I'm sub- subscribed to this dude's YouTube named Rhett Shul, okay? He's mm-hmm. a big YouTube guy. And it's all just stuff about guitar, just all things guitar like tips and tricks and gear and stuff like that but he i found out he plays guitar for a guy named noah guthrie okay Mm -hmm. so um noah guthrie he's like a a, kind of like a country rock he has almost like a soulful voice and um Turns out he used to be a cast member of Glee at some point. Really? Which is super, super random. Yeah. I didn't know that originally, but um, he he just put out a new record called, um, let me think, the record itself might be called Hell or High Water, but at least the track is, and man, it is good. Like, the drums are great in it. The guitar is obviously great, because like, Rhett Schultz, he's a fantastic guitar player. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, that that song is fun. It's it's a really really good listen. But then, okay, this is my last one. I promise. <laughs> sure. The uh, the last track on that record is just Noah Guthrie playing an acoustic guitar. It's called Blue Wall. Yeah, and it's all about the Blue Ridge Mountains. And it's just like it kind of like weaves in a few different like little stories about you know. Yeah. And it's just it's it's a really well written song, and he kills it vocally. Like it, it's a great great song. Man, I'm pumped. We're, I'm gonna have a lot of new things to jam in the next few days. Yes, yes. So yeah, again, make sure you're following that um, that playlist and our 
our account, I guess you could say. Yeah. On Spotify. And then every time you get done with an episode, you have the option of jamming the top tracks or whatever artists we're covering or the newer than 90s playlist. I mean, you can't miss. Yeah. You can't miss. What could you want? One after the other. Either or. You hit shuffle on either one of those suckers and you're set for a while. Buckle up. (laughs) Buckle up. Ready to drive across the United States. (laughs) We're almost there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty of that. Yeah. I know there's there's probably like 11 hours of music on the... uh, the main At least top get tracks. to Florida. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take you all the way to Clearwater. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was newer than 90s. So I guess we're going to try something a little new, yeah? Yeah, Since we a have a different. Since we have a guest, a third party, impartial judge. All right, so... I, I was trying to find some, like, 90s music trivia mm-hmm. to, like, test you all. But it's all so easy. Like, I knew it, so I knew, like, you all would kill it. Yeah. <laughs> so, what I thought would be fun, and I found one online, is, like, I'll start saying a lyric from a, a random 90s country song. Okay. And you all have to finish it. I think it would be really cool if you sang it, too, though. Ooh, we can what? try. We can try. <laughs> So, depends on how quickly it registers in my brain what, <laughs> yeah. the, what the track is. <laughs> well, we'll just, we'll see what happens, okay? So don't don't look at my phone. Oh, okay. okay. The okay. first one's going to be really easy for you all. Okay. Because you've already referenced this song. <laughs> <laughs> of course we have. Okay, we ready? Is it I Don't Have to Be Me Till Monday? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> look how far we've come, my baby. You're still Glad the one. We didn't listen. No, that's it, not the line. They'll never make it. Is that it? They said I bet they'll never make it. No. What? Read the line. Again. Read the line one more time. Look how far we've come, my baby. Look how far we've come, my baby. We might have took the there, wrong way. There you go. Okay. We might have took the long way. Okay. 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 <sighs> Gosh. This is a good way to know if we actually are hearing the right <laughs> lyrics, too. We'll get some good misheard lyrics it this way. It doesn't help that I'm, like, reading it and I'm not singing it, but I'm going to keep doing that. <clears throat> Makes it harder on you Yeah, all. it's more challenging. <laughs> yes. Okay. And I'm not going to tell you the artist or anything either. You just okay. got to you just gotta figure that out. You guys are the 90s experts, so. All right, next well. one. Well. <laughs> <laughs> are we ready? Yep. Yeah. All right. It's the way you love me. It's a feeling like, like this. this. Yep. It's, it's a feeling like this. Motion. <laughs> yep. It's perpetual bliss. <laughs> I feel like that was like a like a challenge. Like try to use centrifugal in a song. Yeah. This it's like I'll bet you thirty dollars you can't do it. <laughs> yeah. And he walked out thirty dollars richer that day when he wrote that song. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Whoever wrote that song. Also has a uh, Cletus T. Judd cover. <laughs> mm-hmm. All yeah. of these songs, I swear. <laughs> What's that, Bert? What's that one? Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. Christmas. It's that Tickle Me Elmo. Yeah. I can say uh, I'm happy I've never heard that. You will uh, say Yeah. Well. Okay, so we ready? episode's over. It took <laughs> three minutes off of my life. You never get it back. Nope. Okay, ready for the next one? Yep. But I won her that teddy bear. Throw it out my shoulder, but I want her that teddy. She's got, got me, me singing, singing sugar, sugar pie, honey, yep. darling, dear. 
Good job. I wouldn't have done that one. Really? Man. I've done a bad job as a spouse. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. (laughs) You're laying her down. (laughs) Next one. She seemed to sail right through. She seemed to sail right through. She a shrimp boat captain? What? (laughs) (laughs) What? That's my boat. I'm taken back to those crazy uh, Travis Tripp videos. Is it Travis Tripp? Annie! Annie! No, it's not Travis Tripp. Don't run on the dock. (laughs) Those videos are just permanently. Why don't we have that on the soundboard yet? Soon. (laughs) Annie! Okay, do y'all need a hint? Yes. Yeah. This is Garth Brooks. Seemed to sail right through. She seemed to sail right through. The song is She's Gonna Make It. I don't I'm even know that one. Blank. I don't, I don't know, know it either. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> well, the next lyric is Those Dark Clouds Foreman. She seemed to sail right through those dark clouds foreman. It peaked at number two in 1998. Was she ride a starship across the universe <laughs> to find? Oh, I would man. Fly <laughs> okay, we Anyways. both missed that one. Later, Garth. Sorry, Garth. Okay. <clears throat> Next. She thought she'd done some living. She thought she'd done some living. <laughs> Dang it, Reva. Oh, my God. Okay, okay, okay. Come on. What do you think? She thought she'd done some living. What she's living for, isn't it? Is that, what it, is that the next line? Now she's just wondering. Yes. What she's living for. But now she's just wondering. Yep, that's right. <sighs> okay, we redeemed ourselves. Yeah, you redeemed yourself. Hey, there's life out there. It's there life. That was one of my top tracks. It's so hard just hearing that, like, bit of a lot of like. Yeah, like, I'm clueless. That's yeah. why I was like, okay, this might be good. Okay, next one. Mm-hmm. Been with some beautiful girls. Seems like something Hank Jr. would say. <laughs> Immediately, that's where my mind went. <laughs> he has loved thought, some ladies. He's also loved Jim B. he said Hank Hill. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. What's the difference? <laughs> One more time, what is it? Been with some beautiful girls. Do we need a hint? Is this from um, Little Texas? Yes. God bless Texas? Yes. With some beautiful girls. Mm-hmm. I've been a lot of places. That's before that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, all, that's as far as we get. Now everybody knows there's only one thing. Is that it? No. Oh my gosh. That the love works in mysterious ways. Give up. Yeah, I can't get the I, I can't I get can't the words. I know the song and I can't the, get the words. The answer is after all I've witnessed. After all I've witnessed, there's only one thing still amazes me. Amazes me. Right. Yeah. You've got to see That's all I know. This nineteen ninety three song is played at many sports venues, including Dallas Cowboys and Texas Rangers games. Just oh, yeah. random Blue bit States. of information there. Surprised it's not the state song yet, you know? Okay, if y'all don't know this one, 
they they usually play that right before the I Cowboys come back, but then just end up losing the game anyway. Yeah. <laughs> they need a new tradition. <laughs> the losing is their tradition. <laughs> it wasn't in the nineties. That's true. Just saying. That's They'll true. come back around. There there are some pictures. Uh, they they ruled the nineties. Like Alan Jackson, there's a he was he what video was it? He had a Cowboys jersey on. There's that Toby Keith picture that yeah, it's a good. What about Creed was, playing? That's yeah. true. That's iconic the moment with, with the the person swinging from the rafters or the ceiling or whatever. What a show! What is that? But all right. Anyways, we ready? Yeah. After all that we've been through. Such a that could be like in any song. It could be yeah, yeah. literally any, especially a country song. Like. Yeah, <laughs> country music is just about going through this stuff. Is, <laughs> you all have talked about this artist on the podcast. We've covered this artist. You've covered this artist. After all that we've been through, have we talked about the song? Yes. I don't know how you couldn't. What's big song? Oh my gosh! What's the artist? Big man, big song. <laughs> big man, big, big song. Man. Trace Atkins. He's not a big man. Immediately, <laughs> Trace Atkins. I don't mean big man. He's I like mean nine foot big tall. artist. How tall? <laughs> I don't know. He's probably about average. <laughs> well, it's not Trace Atkins. Can we get a hint? What's the hint? Okay. Do you mean just tell After you who it is? Through. If I tell you who it is, you're going to know. Maybe. I mean, I'm drawing Vince them. Gill. Oh, what's the song? song? What's the song? What's the song? Don't tell us. Okay. Yet. After all that we've been through. After all that we've been through. Look at us. That's it. Look at us. There you go. Kelsey might have divorced me if I didn't guess (laughs) that. (laughs) You're sleeping outside. Mm, Vince. Shame Vince in this house. I probably wouldn't have known if just I just got that though with no melody with it. I'd be like, uh, I was like, well, this could be it. This is much harder than like hearing the song. Okay. Really got to think about it. You'll, you guys all know this one. Okay. I think that, but... <laughs> hey, you said it last time, too. One restless summer, we found love growing wild. Strawberry wine. 17. That's the song. But what's the next lyric? Tell me tell me that line again. One, le- one restless summer, we found love growing wild. <laughs> I like hearing is, <laughs> is it? Uh, I don't know. Is it year after year? Nope. Uh, Same melody. Yeah. I think. On the bank, banks, on the of, banks the river, of the river. On the banks the of the river. Path. There you go. It's funny. How those memories last? Strawberry Who was it? Did you tell me who like that song was going to go to and they, they turned it down and she took it? Was remember. it you that told me that? I don't remember. I don't know. Seventeen. All right, we ready? Dana Carter had a few. Mm-hmm. She had a few songs. Who sang "There Is No Arizona"? I that like wasn't that her, was no. it? That was somebody well, else. Jamie. Jamie something. Jamie. Something. I definitely mm. don't know. All right, we're ready. In it. <laughs> you're, you're, what, if there was a Grand Canyon, though. Whoo. <laughs> you guys will know this one. Okay. I try to think about palm trees. Fig leaves. Yep. 
<laughs> yeah, that was easy. Oh, that's good. You know, I took this quiz like myself. Uh-huh. And when I saw Fig Leaves, I was like, now why does she put that in that song? Fig Leaves, come on. <laughs> What's she talking about? She's just trying to think about anything. <laughs> You're missing the point here. I was just like, really? I would have never guessed Fig Leaves to be in a country song. I mean, the thing is that she just couldn't concentrate. Mm. So, <laughs> I get she it. couldn't handle it. That's all she thinks about these days: fig leaves. Now, <laughs> creatures from the black lagoon. Okay, next one. I'm going back to the folks that I used to know. I'm going back to the folks that I used to know. Where everyone is what they claim to be. Close. What they seem to be? Where everyone is what they seem, yes. Okay, okay. Hey, he co-wrote this one. Did you know that? what they seem to be. And these high class friends. That you what a song. If y'all haven't listened to the Randy Travis episode yet, go, go do yourself a favor. Go check that one out. Okay, hot take. Okay. Randy Travis gives me the creeps. <sighs> and that's pre... Pre all the crazy stuff. Really? Why? He does his head like. He's got the magic. While he's, while he's singing. <laughs> it creeps me out. I just. He's know. like, um, he moves his head like Quagmire on Family Guy <laughs> while he's singing and it gives me the creeps. He would, like, you know, 90s Randy would have been like a, a good live action Quagmire. <laughs> <laughs> movie, yeah. yeah. Make that meme happen, Caleb. Yes. <laughs> Somebody draw it up. Oh, I know <laughs> that when I got to see him, there was a lot of local moms that did not feel the same way that you feel about Randy Travis. Sorry. Just gives me the creeps. <laughs> okay, next one. Ain't it strange how forever changed? Hmm. This is a pretty boy. Alan? How pretty we call it? Garth? <laughs> Randy? Like, I mean, you name stop it. Stop me. I mean, name them all. Yeah, close your eyes and throw a dart. Yeah. I mean, They're all beautiful. Fun. <laughs> Tim McGraw. No. Kenny Jessica. A pretty boy. No. Liz it's like Hill. you all guessing this. <laughs> okay, now we know who, who they think all the pretty boys yeah. are. <laughs> it was a trap. She said it's um, Travis Tritt. <laughs> no. Morty Stewart. No. Oh. <laughs> you said Dwight pretty boy, so. Like stereotypical pretty boy. Neil McCall. Jackson, Clint Black, Garth Briggs. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me personally. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, have we talked about him? Do we have an episode? Okay, it's Clay Walker. Okay. What's okay, the line so again? So now I know how yeah. you feel about Clay Walker. Look at yeah. this picture. <laughs> yeah. I get it. You know what? When I look at that, I'm, I, I hear angels stereo- singing. I see stereotypical pretty boy. He's like yeah. the quarterback of Love <laughs> not his country voice. <laughs> <boys. laughs> if there was a movie made, I mean, we know Toby. <laughs> I almost said Toby Mac. I'm, yeah, sorry, I'm yeah. wrong universe here. <laughs> He's like that guy on Remember the Titans. Did they call him Sunshine? He was like the Ryan pretty. Ryan Gosling. 
Was that who it was? Was it? Was it not? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I haven't watched that movie in so long. But they call him like Sunshine or something. He's like Pretty Boy. Okay, that's what yeah. I think of when I see this picture. Okay. Clay Ryan Walker. Gosling or Clay Walker? <laughs> <laughs> which one's uh, which? Uh, yeah. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> Same person. Anyway, flip a coin. <laughs> Ain't it strange how forever changed? The song is "Hypnotize the Moon." Oh, that's Hypnotize a good song. <clears throat> I mean, I won't get that one. I, that's just like, if I don't hear it playing, I'll never think of the words in those verses to that. Yeah. Okay, you want to hear, like, your options? Because there's options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. okay. Oh. Because I have no clue. <laughs> Once I held her close, that's an option. Then and there I knew is an option. With just one touch and with just one look. Ain't it strange how forever changed? This is the first lyric. Which one you want me to give a try? I'm going to roll in C. With just one touch? No, wait. Oh. D. Yep, you're right. D. Yeah, With okay, just one on. look. There we go. The only trivia it gives about this song is it was released in 1995. So Nothing song. interesting about that song. We need to do a Clay Walker episode at some point, don't we? Yes. He's got some... Who yeah, was the other stuff. guy that you all did an episode on that was like he was voted prettiest man or whatever? Clint Black. Okay, so that's who I'm getting mixed up. <laughs> the Alan Jackson, Garth Brooks. That's who I was getting mixed up because I thought that's who that was. <laughs> I got them mixed. Okay. <laughs> a pink dress, a matching bow, and her ponytail. She kissed this me on school bus. Told me not to tell. Told me not to tell. She kissed me. Okay, yeah, okay, you got that's it. This was the last one. All right, here we go. This hit single won single of the year, single record of the year, and from the Country Music Association. All right. Just a little tidbit. But that was the last one. You guys killed the last one. We did it. We did, did great. it. Geniuses. Yeah, basically. Pretty well certified. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was more cha- I knew it would be challenging, but man, that was. There was a couple that were. Brain teasers. <laughs> I swear that those, um, those ones that I looked up, they're just trivia. Mm-hmm. They were so easy. It would be like some like really popular songs. Like who, who sang this song? I'm like, well, duh. The like, blank yeah. rolls. Yeah, it was. It was really like that easy. I'm like, if this is easy for me, it's gonna be really easy for yeah. Casey and Caleb. <laughs> That was fun. Why do that again? Yes, for sure, That's for fun. certain. Yeah. Well, are you are you ready to talk about the John Anderson? I am. Let's let's do some learning. Let's do some learning here tonight. So, John Anderson was born in 1954, raised in Apopka, Florida. You ever heard of that? I have not. Apopka, Florida. Okay, his first musical love was rock and roll, which you can tell it comes through in his music a whole lot. But um, he spent his uh, early teen years, he was playing playing rock and roll. And, you know, that wouldn't last long as he would soon discover country music and it would kind of change everything for Mr. John Anderson. I mean... As it was for most people when they hear country music, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's a milestone moment in one's life. Like... It it had to have been wild as like an outsider to be like, 
okay, yeah, he is, like, good at rock and roll, but, like, I want to hear him sing, like, a George Jones song. Yes, please. You know? Yeah. And... <laughs> it reminds me of I'm super bad. If you ever looked into his eyes, it's like the first time I've heard the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first time I heard John Anderson. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, so by the age of 17, he was a young working man that uh, spent much of his work day daydreaming about playing music as of as, like a lot of these artists that we've covered so far that you yeah. yeah, kind of same boat. So he was living in Central Florida. You know that might give me an idea where Apopka is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that where he lived is an area where they ended up dropping Disneyland. Oh, yeah. okay. Nearby. So Apopka no longer exists. <laughs> Mickey <laughs> Off Mouse the mat. took it. Mickey Mouse Lane. <laughs> you know the uh, character of Mickey Mouse based on John Anderson. Yep. Fun fact. You know that <laughs> he's responsible for Mickey Mouse. <laughs> You heard it here. And Goofy was based on Trace Atkins. <laughs> <laughs> the, the more you know. Yuck. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, so, you know, he's living in Central Florida. And, you know, for a 17-year-old, that wasn't great for, you know, his pursuit of music because you had to be... 21, yep, had to be 21 to play in the the honky-tonks and the clubs. So before he turned 18, he left his job as a plumber's assistant, and he would start cutting him a path northwest to Nashville. So he he arrives in Nashville, and during this time, of course, it's, it's a thriving and growing city of music. Okay, this is 1972. He took a job as a construction laborer on a new building project called the Grand Ole Opry. Ever heard of it? Ever heard of it. Kind of a big deal. So little did he know at the time that he'd be performing in that building one day sooner than later. Rags to riches. Classic Cinderella (laughs) story. (laughs) It's a tale as old as time. John Anderson is my Cinderella. (laughs) Same. Not Brandy. (laughs) 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 Or whoever else, that blonde-headed chick. From the cartoon or? That one, get her out. There's a newer one. Oh, no. (laughs) We're remaking it. John Anderson Anderson as Cinderella. (laughs) He had blonde hair. If that matters. See if the cowboy boot fits. You know, they walk around with a pair of cowboy boots. It's a long cowboy boot. I feel like that could have easily been made into a 90s country video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. crazy. I mean, it makes makes sense. Like, um, you could easily work uh, Black Sheep of the Family into it, it, the story. Yeah. I mean, it fits. Swinging. If the boot fits. So. We're doing sort of like a Cinderella-esque musical where it's all, uh, you know. John Anderson John Anderson songs, songs yes, too. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. about like his story of his life. <laughs> But they never mentioned me. <laughs> the black sheep of the family. Ah, the black sheep. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so a few good years of uh, him working construction by day and playing the honky-tonks by night, that would soon pay off. In uh, 77, he'd catch catch a break. He'd get the attention of Warner Brothers Records and sign a recording contract. So, you know, leading into 1980... Um, he would release his self-titled debut album and find its way onto the country charts. Tracks like uh, She Just Started Liking Cheating Songs, 1959. <laughs> That's a great song. It really is. That's not what's bothering him, though. 
He's not sure if it's the cheating she likes. Or just the melody. But it wasn't until, say, he'd released quite a few albums, and then on his fourth album, he kind of, like, resonated in a bigger audience yeah. within the country music world. And that would, would be in uh, Wild and Blue, which would also find its way to the top of the charts as his first number one single. And he'd follow it up with Swingin'. Heck yeah. I just can't stop thinking about John Anderson Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> that musical's happening. I was it's thinking, coming. John Anderson is the Cinderella of Nashville, and Clay Walker is the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes perfect sense. What position do they play in country music football? <laughs> Toby Keith linebacker. Yep. Shocking y'all. That's what his jersey says. <laughs> Shocking y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> but with the release of Wild and Blue, he'd find himself on the up and up and kind of at the forefront of what would be soon be, I guess, labeled like a neo-traditional wave of country music. Like, yeah. He kind of, you know, helped set a path. Artists like him and Randy Travis in right. the 80s. You know, it was beginning uh, to make waves and would continue to make waves for many years to come. Yeah. He'd end up releasing 20 albums. Yeah. Charting more than forty singles, that's and ridiculous. Five number one hits. So, Black Sheep of the Family. Only I, five. I think not. Uh, right. Yeah. Come on. I, I thought there would be more number ones. He had a lot that were inside the top ten, but not so many ones. Right. I had read something that like he would have been like more popular, but he didn't want to be like who they wanted him to be. Yeah. He didn't want to wear the rhinestones and he said he didn't want to cut his hair and stuff. So I was like, yeah, I respect that. He had some phenomenal fashion choices. It's a beautiful hair all around. (laughs) It's a beautiful golden locks that slid out from underneath that cowboy hat. (laughs) Yes. You know who I think he looks like? He looks to me like he could be Matt Stafford's dad. I could see that, yeah. Yep. Like if Matt Stafford had long hair, it's Matt Stafford's dad. Until we like football. Yeah, we have podcasts. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> well, our fantasy football league is called the uh, Oklahoma City Drillers <laughs> after did. the, the did minor it. league team that Toby Keith played on. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> was your team, was your team shocking y'all or whatever? It was, was it your team or was that? No. So I thought that was somebody's team. I think it's actually the password to get into our league. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now that's you know. it. That's the password. Sorry. Come join you. Come join. We have a good time. All names welcome. That's not a bad idea. That's shocking y'all all cast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we have reached everybody's favorite sec- segment, which would be our top tracks. Oh, I'm boy. excited. I'm nervous. Yeah, so if you're, uh, you know, first time here or new to the show and wondering how the format works, once we profile an artist that we're talking about and discussing, we organize our top tracks for that artist uh, in a numbered order. And from one to five, we consider that our top tracks. And then we'll have at least three more songs typically that are our honorable mentions, songs that didn't quite make the cut of our top tracks, but we felt that we had to, to mention and talk about. Right. And this will be the first ever time that we have will have had three columns of top tracks what? with our special guest. 
Even and, more John Anderson. Even, even more. more. And just to clarify, me and Casey have not shared our list with each other. Yeah, I wouldn't tell her. Nope. Yeah, Cardboard AJ wouldn't approve of that if you guys did no. that. So. No, we'd be, I'd be, we'd out. be I'd hurt. I'd be hurt. Yeah, come back. <laughs> cruising for a bruising. Yeah. <laughs> He's just right. us, I was like, yes, I will. <laughs> you know, I imagine cardboard AJ AJ has that charcuterie board too, like that meme. I don't know why, just how I imagine him. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's totally real, not in my imagination. <laughs> he's real, yeah. <laughs> he's moseying about here, you know, checking <laughs> settings and whatnot. Yeah, he does what he does. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, Caleb, would you like to lead lead us off here? Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's probably for the best. So let's just go ahead and get this out of the way. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! What What have you done? My first, my first honorable mention at the bottom of my list. I'm sorry in advance. Straight tequila night. <gasps> yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry. It's a great John Anderson song. I love the song a lot. Um, it's an earworm song. Like when I hear it musically, it's catchy. It's in my head. Yeah, I'm singing along to it. But it's just got like some stalker vibes that I can't get past lyrically. I find it kind of really creepy. yeah. Hmm. I just feel like he's having this conversation with another man that knows an uncomfortable amount about this other patron at this bar. Mm. He's like, if you really want to know, she comes here a lot. She just likes to hear the music and dance. K thirteen's your favorite See, song. That- that's what I imagine. Like that, he's like the owner, the bartender, or something like that. But you're right; he does he does know a lot. He does. He still is a little stalkerish. Yeah. Like from across the room, he knows that K thirteen's her favorite song. Like he's the man that Toby's coming in, asking him, "Who's that man? <laughs> Who's that man? Yeah, that, who do you think you are? We're putting all the pieces <laughs> together. Here. What gives you the right? Is that why <laughs> it's so low for you? It's because yeah. it's stalkery. Just lyrically, I don't. Yeah, it, creepy it's, vibes. Yeah, a little creepy. Like, I love this. I enjoy the song. I, it's, it always gets stuck in my head. But it's just, there's hmm. other John Anderson songs that I like a lot more than this one. I respect that because he does have a lot. So many, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited What how you're going to, um, one of these days when we do a Garth Brooks episode, mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear how you tackle the conversation of that summer. Because <laughs> you can't tell me it's a bad song. It's not a bad. It's a good song. It's just <laughs> yep. It just I don't hold it to the same standard I did when I was like ten and heard it. <laughs> like, Different oh, through adult years. Like, it's oh. somebody's mammal, man. Like no. <laughs> rubbing the cradle. He's like, I'm rubbing the grave. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this song is, is obviously a great song. It was a number right, one hit yeah. in uh, 91. So, like, it speaks for itself. But I just have I a, lot, a lot more that I enjoy a lot more than that. I so. respect it. But I, f- I felt like I had to include it. So Yeah, of course. I'm working on respecting it. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, honey? Want to go next? Sure. So, can we just take, like, a minute... And just talk about, like, I know you talked about, like, history and stuff, but talk about, like, John Anderson's voice and how, like, he's an artist that you can hear, a singer that you can hear, and you automatically know that's John Anderson. No one else but John. Right, like, he has that voice, and I've told Casey this before, like, it's almost like he has, like, a volume pedal on his voice because he's, mm, 
yeah. he can really work that twang. Right, and he like we've been watching videos and stuff on him like performing, and he does like come off the mic like constantly. Technique. Yeah, and uh. You wonder, like, does the sound man even try to, like, keep up with him, or they just, like, just let it go? It's just let John Anderson. Run wild. Thing. He's a wild stallion. Yeah. So, anyways, I just think that's really cool and to note that how his voice is just so unique. It is a one of a kind. Like, right. it's right up there with, like, people like Merle Haggard, I feel like, and stuff. Just yeah. that very unique twang that no one else has yeah. singing. Yeah. And how he does that with the volume of his voice. I'm like, how does he do it? How does he do it? I don't know. He's Cinderella. He's Cinderella. Cinderella. Got them powers. Seminole. Fairy godmother. Yeah. yeah. Who's fairy godmother of Nashville? <laughs> who Who is John Anderson's fairy godmother in this Cinderella story? <laughs> Dolly. Y'all let us know in the comments. Huh? I could see it being Dolly. She Dolly. probably has magic powers. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyways, my number eight is when it comes to you. When it comes okay. to you. I love this song, and it. I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't make either of your lists, but. I, I love this song and it was one like I didn't really like expect to make my list but the more like it kept like getting in my head and I'm like oh my gosh this song is amazing and it's just cool sounding you hear it and I think you know I want to be John Anderson like (laughs) he sounds so cool in this song and the song is really cool there's like these different like little effects on guitar and stuff that he's got going on which i think is really cool too like his songs he's not afraid to like try out different effects on guitar yeah i don't think that was something really done a whole lot probably not even still in country music but yeah i mean very very few during that time i think like nothing out of the ordinary really i mean yeah. Waylon had a lot of phaser but that was kind of just like his, his signature kind of thing is what he uses a lot phaser for John Anderson. I mean, he's got phaser, I think some chorus in there. Like I think that. this one's a lot of chorus on when it comes to you. A lot more distortion than you would expect from a lot of country yeah, people. Yeah, really so. I mean, it, it was kind of, I think it's kind of cool that, um, I mean, number one, he played a Les Paul very often. Very cool. And still does. And that's really, like, that's really out of the ordinary for a country artist. You'll Number one, much. the lead singer to be playing like all these riffs and stuff. I mean, unless you're Vince Gill, you know, yeah. but like, like, okay, no disrespect to like George Strait, Garth Brooks, you know, the, the uh-huh. big guys, Alan Jackson, like sometimes they would just kind of like stop playing their acoustic and it, it's fine. Yeah. They're allowed they they're allowed to do whatever they want. It's you like know. a dummy instrument. I mean, yeah. If they a want prop. to pick around on it, they can. But if they want to stop a second and just sing, that's fine too. But John Anderson's just riffing like mm-hmm. he's really good at guitar. He's you know, really, it's yeah. cool. It's cool to watch. When you watch him playing too, like he's playing it so low, like he has the guitar. It's not pulled up high on him like a lot of country artists. Like he's like a so, punk rocker. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Like, he's like rock and roll. Easy Green Day. Yeah. <laughs> not that bad. Okay, come on. But it's Billy like, Joe Shaver and Billy Joe Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell his rock and roll yeah. roots and stuff by his music and, and his style and how he plays and stuff too. All right. You're number eight. My first honorable mention. Okay. From the Wild and Blue record with Merle Haggard. Oh, yeah? Long Black Veil. 
a good one. It's a great song. Everybody in the world's covered the song. He he wasn't the original. It was like an old country song. But um, number one, the song itself is really. We should have we should have talked about this on our like Halloween episode or segment or whatever mm-hmm. we did a while back because it's kind of a creepy song. It's really cool. Sets the mood for creepy time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, him and Merle together, it's just good. And which it's cool because I read that one of his like big influences coming up as far as in the country world was Merle Haggard. Yeah. And here he is on this huge record for him getting to cover this song, like duet the song with Merle. So that, I thought that was really neat. That's probably like a very like feeling like you've made it moment for him. Like yeah. I'm singing with what I consider like an icon and inspiration. Right. For me, so. And that was, that would have been really early on too. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Very good song. Leanne Womack also has a really good version oh, of this. Oh, wow. I, I need to hear that. Does. It's heavy on the vocals, which, you know. That's what she does. It's fine. You know, it's it's fine. But, uh, yeah, number eight, Long Black Veil. Okay, moving on to number seven. Moving ready? right along. I got one from Wild and Blue. Okay. That's also a duet. Okay. That is the watch you save for me that he does with Emmylou Harris. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. This is man. They sound awesome together. Yeah. Like I enjoy Emmylou Harris. Yeah. But I would have never imagined this pairing singing together. Right. But it works. It works Heck well. Yeah. They and both have such distinct voices. That's yeah. cool. And not just them working well together. It's just like I feel like forever and always waltzes and country music go together. Oh, like yeah. it works well. But yeah, if you haven't heard this one, this one is a must. Like, I feel like most people will really enjoy this one. Yeah. Heck yeah. I like the sound of that. Number seven for am you. I, am I toss the ball to me? Yeah. Catch. Okay, you're going to die. My number seven is the song Jump On It. <laughs> <laughs> I love this song. Dallas, jump on it. That one? That's yeah. Done. That was John Anderson. (laughs) Him, he does it all. So this song, okay, we've got, you know, we've heard so many songs in our (laughs) years of life. Did you know you was missing a song solely about a trampoline? (laughs) I do now. (laughs) Now you have an anthem for your trampoline. (laughs) The song is ridiculous. And I heard it and I was like, this is really blowing my mind. Like this song is like. It's for real just about a trampoline. It's not a metaphor. It's no, a trampoline song. it's a trampoline. And, but, you know, you get the song in your head, and you're like, you know, this is actually a really good song. <laughs> like, I, I can't like get it. this out of my head. I mean, the kids will be listening to this, jumping on the trampoline this summer. <laughs> get over it. <laughs> it's happening. Can I just do, like, a read-through of the please. lyrics? Yes, yes, please. <laughs> please. Do. I want to know more. Okay, because it's amazing. So, Okay. Granny's on the front porch, spitting in a cup, trying to fix a nightgown that the dog tore up. Mama's old clothesline had finally bit the dust. Brother brother got a broomstick and propped it back up. We could have had a dryer or a sewing machine, but Daddy went and bought us a trampoline. And we jump on it every chance we get. Mama and Daddy and all us kids. We ain't got much, but we got this, and we jump on it. It's awesome. And then it goes on to say, 
<laughs> Daddy says life is such a crazy mess. We got to jump on our chances for some happiness. Amen. We'll see what Daddy yeah, means from true. way up here on this trampoline. <laughs> Wait, hold on. It's missing this whole second verse about the brother's bugged out eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah, it says, because. Uh, uh, <laughs> doing flip-flops or something. Brothers brothers doing backflips with his eyes bugged out. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Daddy says a backflip is, is what, what it's, it's all, all about. about. I mean, isn't it? A backflip is what it's all about. <laughs> it's the simple pleasures on life. <laughs> I love this song. Can't even hate on it. That's your everyone will be everyone's summer trampoline anthem. <laughs> you just set the bar high. It's an uh, it's an awesome song. If I know that the lyrics are crazy, but it's a great song. And we jump on it. I think that John Anderson. Okay, all of these he can do no wrong. We know. I mean, yeah, true, true. I think that all of these people that we cover are very much <laughs> artists in their own right but like when we think of the word country artist we think of you know like country singer country songwriter you know what i'm saying yeah. but i think john anderson like judge by his whole body of work and his videos and his like like covers and everything i think he's a, like an actual artist actual yeah. creative dude you know because he has such like like uh, kelsey said he's got range as a human yeah not just a songwriter not just a guitar player like he covers a lot of bases mm -hmm. like, yeah, he takes his, a lot of boxes yeah like with his outfits like everything about him is different than what we're used to seeing with this you know, neo traditional era. Yeah. It's it's really cool to see. He was just an artist that I felt like he was like if he really felt strongly about a song or he was doing it. Didn't matter what it right. sounded like, whether it was rock and roll or blues or country or yeah. bluegrass, like he was doing it his way. I can't wait to see all this stuff displayed in the John Anderson Museum some someday, you know. Down yeah. at <laughs> Disney World. <laughs> 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 New exhibit coming twenty twenty three. Can't wait. Yeah. You, know, you think people are excited about the Star Wars park? Wait till they see the John Anderson <laughs> park. Imagine that trampoline ride. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. My number seven from Wild and Blue. Okay. Wild and Blue. Oh, okay. That's a great one. And I understand it's kinda low. But uh, like Caleb said, you must the, be wild and blue. It must be wild and blue. <laughs> it's no wonder. But um, he's got so many daggone good songs. You got to put them somewhere, yeah, or leave them off. You know, there's the only two options here. But um, I couldn't leave it off. It's a great song. I love the bluegrass feel of it. I have a quarrel with a part of the song. Okay, I don't know why the lady they chose to do <laughs> the backing vocals uh -huh. i don't know how i guess rather she made the cut because the backup <laughs> is terrible it's not good it you don't is, like it once you start i mean maybe it's just my preference mm -hmm. but i can't, like if i if i concentrate on her vocal and not the lead vocal 
I have to change the song. Like, I can't listen to it. It is bad. Really? And it's not just, even every part. It's like a, the near to the end of the chorus. I'm like, what is yeah, she Yeah, it's doing? not even the whole chorus is what, it's really weird. I just always feel like maybe she's just trying to convey that she is wild and blue. She got Vocally. Artist. He's, he's an I artist. But now you said you hate it. Also, <laughs> it's his sister that does the vocals on that. Is it really? Yeah. I have a his theory that they just terrible. found. <laughs> they like just found. It's like, okay, we know this woman, but let me paint you a picture. Okay. You're in church and they're singing in the choir. And the one lady that sings totally <laughs> off. Okay. That's who they got to do the back backup vocals on this. <laughs> We all know. We all we know all that lady. We all have one. We all have Her one. Her in a key, just not the key. <laughs> Everyone else yeah. is in. Yeah. yeah. Jane Anderson was should not, <laughs> should not have been included. Good for him, including his sister. Yeah. Good for good on him. Is it really his sister? Yeah. Well, she can't sing. <laughs> 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 so yeah, that's <laughs> that's my number seven. Oh, we're, we're moving on to our last honorable mention for the group here. Yep. Okay. Um, before I get my last one, I will say that something I learned that is that I think I lean more towards the eighties John Anderson than I do the nineties John Anderson. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Eighties Joel. Yeah. 80s <laughs> only eighties Anderson covers only. <laughs> no nineties. Um, number six for me, a song penned by Mr. Anderson himself, Seminole Wind. <gasps> cut me deep. Sorry. Card- Cardboard AJ has asked me to leave the room. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Maybe the county. <laughs> Get out of here. This one came out in the summer of 92. Uh, it would debut at 71 on the charts, but finish at number two. Should have been a number one for what? sure. It was right there. Yeah. Um. But man, name it like a more. I feel like this is an epic song in '90s country itself. Like if, like if they did like those old time life compilations, mm-hmm. like you'd see this one in the commercials. Oh, like yeah. or when you think '90s country, this is a oh, song yeah. you hear. What I love song? the song. I love the content. You know, very relatable. And to being from Appalachia, like pretty common throughout the history of history of Appalachia that people come in and you know take advantage of the land and the people and right. burn the wind. Yeah. But it's a beautiful song. I love it. It's just there's there's too much for me. There there's things that rank higher. We're gonna have a crazy list. <laughs> this yeah. is gonna yeah. be wild, dude. I don't think we'll match up on any. No, uh, I'm calling. Not it. me, anyway. I'm calling it. Me and Caleb will match up well, you somewhere. All, you all might, but I would. Be I'm very believing surprised. in it. <laughs> calling our shot here. All what right, you, honey. What you got for your last honorable mention? Number six. Money in the bank. <laughs> I'm done. I'm leaving. <laughs> Out of here. What? You're the better I feel like if you say John Anderson, like this is the song to be like, this is John Anderson. Yeah. You know? It covers all the bases. This is everything you need to know about John Anderson in a three-minute song. We watched the video for this, didn't we? We did. It was... um. 
It was okay. Interesting. It was very literal. Yeah. Like everything he says in the video. Like so there was said, bass boats and Z28. For real, really. Uh, for Washers, sure. Washers, wedding rings. You know, I don't yeah. want a bass boat and a Z28, but listening to John Anderson singing, I'm like, maybe I do. It sounds really cool. It's, he makes it. He, he makes, makes it compelling. Alluring. <laughs> I was singing that earlier. I was like, man, having a bass boat and a Z28 sounds awesome. Like you don't even think it's that good, but just in the comparison of his love for this person, like maybe yeah. they're really, maybe that's the road. Like hmm. he loves <laughs> Love her as song. much or more than he loves his bass boat in Z twenty eight. So, <laughs> I mean, he he did say, I mean, right at the top, that's where she ranks. So. Yeah. So two bass boat, three Z twenty eight. That's what I'm taking away. <laughs> I love this song though. Say that on all my shirt. Just I'll, number six, love. We talked about the um, American Aquarium cover of this song, Money in the Bank. Which was done very well. It was really good. Go listen to that. All right. My final honorable mention here. Here at number six. Oh, boy. Written by Billy Joe Shaver. I'm just an old chunk of coal. Wow. But I'm going to be a diamond someday. I don't know. You got it at number six. I don't know. <sighs> I know. I know. This was an early one. It is a good, good song. Man, I love it. This this is another one that, thankfully, during the time that I used to listen to Big Buck Country all the time, they played John Anderson often. Well, quite a like bit. A whole lot. Like, and not just the, the major hits either, like. Like they're, he's, they're going back to I'm just an old chunk of coal and black sheep and stuff like this, you know. Wild and blue heard that on there all the yeah. time. But um, yeah, there's there's lyrically this song is just so much fun. I think it shows his range as a singer and a musician because it's just so it's just such a different song, you know. Yeah. I'm gonna learn a new way. Yeah, it's good. I can recover, I think. I'll, uh, I'll accept it. <laughs> Live to die another day. All right, we're breaking into the top five. I have no idea. I'm like, I, don't I know really have no idea I what you guys are going to pick. I'm scared. <laughs> Y'all might not ask me to come back. <laughs> now, this is the last episode for Kelsey here. We don't make those decisions. Cardboard AJ, <laughs> cardboard AJ, AJ, AJ does. Me, AJ. I can't do it. <laughs> I like the charcuterie. Okay, you want to mix it up so we're breaking into the top five? Do you want to take the lead here, Kelsey? You want to do yeah, number sure. five? <clears throat> All right, my number five is Keep Your Hands to Yourself. Okay. Oh, my gosh, I love this song. I love it. Does this song not give you all like a Dwight Yoakam feel? Like, I wouldn't have been surprised at all to hear Dwight Yoakam do this song. I think I can I would, see that. Yeah. Like, like the drums on it, that. especially, are very like Tom heavy. Yeah, and I feel like yeah. a lot of Dwight songs do that. I feel like they could. I can see some similar vibes between the two. Of those I can see him doing that. Yeah, and I just love it. No huggy, no kissy. <laughs> it's awesome. Like, and then Dwight Yoakam does like that yodely kind of stuff. Yeah. So. yeah, but I love this song. The only thing is, I feel kind of sad for him. You know, he's like trying to date this Amish girl or something that won't even hug him. <laughs> <laughs> Until he marries her. No hugs, no pictures. <laughs> and he told no her, honey, my baby, don't put my love upon your shelf. He's asking nicely. Well, he's, <laughs> it's John Anderson. Come on now. I mean, she started talking about true love. Started talking about sin. 
you know? Yeah. I'm telling you, she's Amish. If I would have seen, jo- if I'd seen John Anderson in person, I- I'm going to hug him. Like, I'm going to break Amish. Hopefully he embraces me. <laughs> Hopefully he embraces I me. I will but, break Amish for John yeah. Anderson. Easily. There's a new t-shirt design. <laughs> <laughs> Heavily Once you go relatable. Anderson, you don't go Amish ever again. <laughs> what was she thinking? I mean, if he comes to you and tells you, hey, I'm saving on a washer and a wedding ring, <laughs> I want this stuff to be a lasting thing. I like I think you're you you should accept. Like yeah. he obviously cares deeply about you. It's pretty At least much hold a the man's hand. Or yeah, something. hold his hand. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a good number five. Yeah, oh, I love that song. I hear it in the car. And I'm like, "Crank." Yeah, going to twelve. <laughs> Me, a 33 year old mom. <laughs> Keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> okay, uh, first one for me at number five. Yeah, from his debut album, John Anderson, rightfully titled "Low Dog Blues." Low Dog Blues. I don't know this one. Yeah, it's it's one of those ones that I feel like is definitely an underrated song for him. Mm. I love the way it's arranged, and it has some real, uh, real deep bassy backup vocals on it for the way mm. it's arranged. That was that his sister too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could just take me Same up one. yonder. <laughs> but it fits well with like his twanginess, the bassiness pairs well. Yeah, and it just makes it catchy to like where you're singing. John Anderson's parts, but also the real bassy parts behind him. Yeah. Very, uh, we used to know a guy that used to sing in choir when we were growing up in youth group that had could hit the low lows. Oh, it's yeah. That, that kind oh, of low. Yeah. Dang. Like the guy in the Oak Ridge Boys. Yeah. Maybe a little <laughs> bit lower than that. Like, it's pretty low. Really? Yeah. He gets down there. Like if a giant were to sing hard. But, you know, the Oak Ridge Boys, you think it would be the old guy that sings low. No, it's the tan guy with the curly hair. <laughs> Who would have guessed? If I'm, I couldn't have picked him out of a lineup. <laughs> I mean, if I look at him, I'd be like, definitely the old guy with the big, long, gray mm-hmm. beard. That's the one that sings yeah. bass. The one that looks like Gandalf. Yeah. Yeah, nope, it's not him. <laughs> Do y'all enjoy the Oak Ridge Boys? Depends on the song. Yeah. I uh, feel yeah, like I it's... Don't, uh, yeah. I feel like it's... a it's, no for me. Yes. It's going to be a no dog. It's It's... It's the country Gaithers for me. Yeah. It's it's a one and the same. Like, I, I, I just don't get into that kind of stuff. You know? It's, uh, I don't know how to, it seems like it's a real, like, novelty act. Yeah. Like. Yes. Yeah, I, I get can't, that. I'm just not into it. Like, I mean, I'll listen to Elvira. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah, you know. Umbapa, yeah, totally. <laughs> Till <laughs> I die, Umbapa. Now, did <laughs> but anything else? Did you, um. Now, did did you think that uh, all the gold in California was an Oak Ridge Boys song? Because I did. No, that's some. Who else does that? It was. Um, well, I thought it was them, but it's not. It's um, it's somebody else that I can't think of right now. But it's <sighs> definitely not the Oak Ridge Boys. But I like that song. That's but a good turns song. Turns out it's okay, like what do you my favorite think? Oak Ridge Boys song is not an Oak Ridge Boys yeah. song. I guess. Do you all think that Hanson ripped off the Oak Ridge Boys? Yes. Mbop. <laughs> yeah, I've never I think they're the grandchildren of the something. Oak Ridge Boys. Yeah. Maybe they are. They're more handsome than the Oak Ridge Boys. Well, not easy. Well, I don't know. Come on now. <laughs> That's the only thing they got going for him. 
They played at um, not Hanson, Oak Ridge Boys. <laughs> <laughs> they played at Lincoln County High School with my mom's bluegrass band years and years ago. And I can remember at the time, like I was like, and we were probably like seniors. And I remember being like, who are the Oak Ridge Boys? And all these old women were like, woo! You know, all excited. And I'm like, of course, oh. yeah. <clears throat> I feel like they're they're kind of in there too, where they have uh, an unsettling amount of like some like kind of cr- creepy songs. <laughs> Mister, steal your mamaw. Yeah, Mister. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. hide your mammals. Hide your ma- <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. <sighs> they were creepy too. I actually like got to talk to them. I couldn't tell you anything about them other than they were kind of creepy. Maybe not Randy Travis. Creepy creepy. papaw vibes. Yeah, creepy papaw vibes. I'm pretty sure the bass player was sitting on me in here. I was like 17, 18. Not interested, dude. Aren't aren't they the ones that have the song, Older Women Make Beautiful Lovers? Is that them (laughs) or no? No, it's not them. Is it them? No. That has the same vibes as some of their songs, if not them. Yeah. I'm telling you, there was a different time in country music where they got away with a lot of Forward thinking. <laughs> yeah. Conway makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> that was like growing up that I felt like a lot of older female females in my life, like aunts and stuff like that, or uh, friends of family were really into Conway Twitty. Oh, my now mama you know loved him. <laughs> and when I hear those songs, <laughs> yeah, now I understand. Loved him. I too. Like uh, his slow hand. No. <laughs> you won't. But yeah, I was just always like, but why though? I'm like, I think he's a bad person. Like, <laughs> I, I saw this thing. It was like, uh, if your mamma was around uh, Conway Twitty between the years of 1970, whatever, 1980, whatever, it's like, uh, sorry, I got some bad news for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Listen, okay, I'll, I'll give you guys a uh, a little project here. Go type in your Spotify search bar, Conway Twitty. Don't take it away. And listen, make yourself listen to the entire song. Really, like, like listen to the lyrics. It gives you real bad feelings. <laughs> it's uh, real uncomfortable. And like, like, Conway, I feel like I shouldn't be hearing this. I don't need to be <laughs> in the room while you're yeah. talking about this stuff. I feel like just looking at him sometimes and the way he would present himself and dress. I'd be like, that's the guy in the park they tell you to avoid. Like, yeah. you know, like, don't, don't go around him. <laughs> he says something about laying you down. Does, does it run? Risk, yeah. Run. Yell for help. <laughs> he was last seen hanging out with this dude in a Chevy van. <laughs> you know what really stinks is like, I had not heard that Chevy fan song before you all talked about it, but it's not a bad song. Exactly. I really like the it's song. It's catchy tune, yeah. And you all have ruined it. Like, <laughs> I didn't, hey, which I, I wouldn't have known about it. I wouldn't have known about it had it not been for you all, but well, now, like, you just hey, get now I just get the creepies. To ponder the idea every time you hear it, like, what was he doing with this fan? <laughs> I gave a girl dun, right dun, dun, away. I like it a little. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Where are we in this? We're on your number five, okay, I believe. Okay, Creepy songs. Oh, uh, very <laughs> yeah. much. Okay, here's not one of them. John Anderson from Wild and Blue. I didn't realize how much I love this record. It's a good album. 
from Wild and Blue. Huge, huge hit for him. Swinging. Really? Oh, uh, man. I love, I love this song. There's so many great, li- I mean, the whole first verse is just gold. Like, the whole thing. Daddy's in the backyard rolling up a water hose. Yeah. You know, brother, he was, you know, he was um, on the sofa eating chocolate pie. Mama, Jealous. Mama was in the <laughs> kitchen cutting chicken up to fry. I mean, just a normal day. Sounds like a great day. But, I mean, for him, he was feeling love down to his toes and just a swinging, you know? Just a swinging. Swinging. The, this just goes, again, to, like, talk about, like, his range. Because, okay, think about the three songs that I've mentioned from Wild and Blue. One being title track, Long Black Veil, and Swinging. All on the same record. Three very different songs. Yeah. You know, that I think that's odd. Like, there's horns in this, all kinds of like. I love the horns when yeah. he brings in the horn section. Yeah, that's cool. I don't always like horn sections, but in this John Anderson song of all songs, he kills it. I mean, it, it works well. Yeah. He wrote Swinging, too. Of course he so, did. I know. How did you feel about the Leanne Rhymes cover? few years back mm, yeah Mm-mm. not she into did. it uh-uh. she would she did I shouldn't did have done it but she did it a swing and a miss <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I have a misheard lyric in this song oh okay. it's not a big one I'm, okay but, let's hear it when he says little charlotte yeah i thought he was saying little shorty <laughs> <laughs> little shorty <laughs> <laughs> oh what year was that? Eighty something. Little shorty. <laughs> he also Even though he clearly says her name in the verse. Yeah. <laughs> She's as pretty as the angel <laughs> when they sing "Little Shorty." Little shorty. <laughs> like a melody in his head. Look <laughs> 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 how dumb am I? Like little shorty. She's as pretty. <laughs> I'll never hear anything else now. Just swinging. When I finally heard it, right, I was like, how dumb am I? He clearly says her name. He spells it out. <laughs> I think every like every line of this song is good. Like It's just from top to bottom, front to back, the song is just perfect. It's a great, not even just country song. It's just a great song, period. Yeah. It's got mass appeal. Yeah. It's a well-written song. It very much, very much is. It's my number five. Okay, well. Back to you, Kelsey, number four. Oh, we're going back, okay. Number four, Small Town. I have this one. Small Town. And I'm sure it's probably not on Caleb's list. It might be on Casey's. Not on mine. But Casey hadn't heard this song until I introduced it to him. But this, you guys know I didn't grow up listening to a lot of country but somehow john we anderson, forgave her no. yeah you forgave somehow. me you accepted me you know somehow john anderson was played a lot and I, I asked my mom about it today actually i'm like mom who in our family listened to john anderson because i know all these john anderson songs and we didn't listen to country yeah she's like me dummy i like john anderson <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh because like my brother likes oh. john anderson but this is a song that I had totally forgotten about that we listened to like growing up. Mm-hmm. And we were at the beach this summer and I was like, man, I really want to listen to some John Anderson. So I just turned on like a John Anderson like radio on Spotify. Yeah. 
and this song came on, and I know every single word, and I had totally forgotten about it. In I had never heard the song plus before. Years. Hit you with some nostalgia. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, I know every single word, like every word of this song. It's a really good song. If you haven't heard it, you gotta listen to it. We'll do. It's a really good one. I real, I swear to listening to the lyrics <laughs> of it that he wrote the song about Chapmanville, West Virginia. Yeah, it's yeah. This is about a small town. This is a small hey. town. Hey, it's there's a, a really good line town. in the chorus that I think is really, really artistic of him, really creative of him. Mm-hmm. It says, hey, it's a small town. They roll the sidewalks up right about sundown. Like, yeah, that it, is so cool. That's good. That is so, I love that. that's such cool, like, imagery. That's so, I think that's so, like you said, it's just like a really well-written song. Yeah, but I will say that it did. Ooh. Trouble in paradise. You're dead to me. <laughs> okay, number four for me. It's one you, you mentioned. Wild and blue. Wild and blue. You can just take me up yonder. <laughs> oh. I've ruined that. We've ruined that one for you too now. No, not at all. Couldn't Okay, never. maybe. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah, uh, title track for his 82 album. And first number one hit, as we'd said. This was written by a fellow by the name of uh, John Scott Sherrill. Okay. I didn't know he pinned this song and a, a lot of other really good popular songs. Really? I'll give you a few. Okay. See if they resonate. How Long Gone? What a song. <laughs> That's an amazing song. <gasps> ain't No Doubt About It. Ain't no, no, there ain't no. No McCoy. Doubt about it. Um, that Rock Won't Roll. Remember that one? That Rock Won't Roll. So there were some real catchy tunes where it just yeah. fits the bill. Dang. Um, and for me, this is one that I'm I'm going to turn up to 12 in the car. I'm going to sing along to every time it comes on the radio. I love this song. Great song. Even if that lady can't sing. <laughs> It's gonna drown her out. Uh, I just picture a woman in the church who can't sing, and they feel bad for her, and they're like, "Okay, you can sing." <laughs> Fine, come on up. So they're like, she like funded his album or something like that. And they're like, we can't tell her no. We already said yes. Like we have to. Well, I bet it was his the same sister because apparently, like the story is that like his his sister is kind of the one that was that talked him into try giving country a try. Mm-hmm. You know, when he was first getting into, like, performing music. Yeah. Like, you know, you're doing rock. Why don't you try doing this country thing? And then it was history from there. Maybe for that, he was like, okay, fine. Let's just sing back up on fine. this one line, not even the whole chorus. That's all you get. Me up <laughs> it's so bad. But the song is great. <laughs> what do you got for number four? Number four. Black Sheep. Oh, yeah. Man, I love it. I love this song so much. Wake me up early. Be good to my dogs. And teach my children to pray. That's (laughs) one of the best lines in country music. I love it. uh, Something that you'd see on someone's tombstone. Like, that's last words to live by, you know. Needs to be a tattoo. Yep. Next tattoo. Yep. That's the one. (laughs) Ah, the Black Sheep. That song, like, listening to it. I just start like laughing at the lyrics. They're so bizarre. Yeah, it is a from start yeah. to finish. It is a trip. <laughs> it is a it is a ride for sure. 
<laughs> now she rubs my back. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what my papa said to my mama. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's it's it tells a really cool story, but it's just so much fun too. Like the yeah. entire thing is just a fun fun trip. Hey, there's horns in that song too. Some good ones, yeah. Yeah. So good. This song always makes me think of Kelsey's brother. Yeah. Because, like, um, okay, so Kelsey's brother is really, really good at playing heavy music. I mean, he's a good musician, period. But um, he used to be in, like, this super heavy metal band. And there was one night, like, I had never, like, I hadn't got to see them yet. But, you know, this is when me and Kelsey lived, you know, not back home. And we were in for like I don't know Thanksgiving or something like that, and they were they had rehearsal that night. So you know he asked me if I wanted to go check it out. I'm like you sure? Yeah, let's go. So you know me and him we get there early, and he's kind of like hooking up the PA and you know getting his rig dialed in and all that stuff. And then he plugs his phone up, and I'm thinking he's going to play you know something like the heaviest thing I've ever heard. Something that the name of the band is written in like tree branches or something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm expecting. And what, okay, so he hits play. What do I hear? He is just screaming along every single word to black sheep. That's good. It, man, that's what I think of every single time I hear this song, but I love it so much. He loves this song. Wake me up early, be good to my dogs. Speaking of, if you hear dogs in the background, our dogs are going crazy outside right now. Anytime they see a deer, they're just freaking out. Any kind of critter outside, it's they like, like your yard, the You need to go. <laughs> You're not welcome here in this yard. <laughs> I dare you to cross that fence. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my number four, Black Sheep. It's a good one. Well, we're breaking into the top three. Here we go. Okay. Hit us with it. The hard with the number three. Me? Yep. yep. Okay. Number three, straight tequila night. Same. Oh, I'm surprised. Wow. High five, honey. You did it. I didn't think I would link up with either of you. Because y'all are picking like the old ones. But yeah, I love this song. And when I was like... Okay, I've got to make a list of John Anderson songs. I thought, well, duh, Straight to Kill the Night goes number two. But the more I listen to songs, it dropped down one. So you don't happens. have that. Happens. I see what you all are talking about when you're like, when you're talking about like picking these songs, how hard it is and stuff. Because I'm like, I've got, I had a playlist of twenty some songs. I'm like, oh my gosh, I only so get to pick how do, eight. How do I do this? How do I begin to narrow it down? Yeah, it's hard. And I, I even think like if I had to do this again next month, I might pick different ones. You know what I'm saying? Like I have that, and you're like, a few would stay, but some yeah. would come in yeah. and out. <clears throat> I feel that way about my Alan Jackson picks. Uh, I was about to say that. That's I feel very much. I wish I could go back yeah. and revamp that list. Maybe we'll do that at some point or do like a B sides. Yeah. Alan, Alan reloaded. Jackson, yeah, Alan reloaded. Alan reloaded. Yeah. Okay, I have a theory about this song though. What okay. if? Okay, you think like he's stalkerish in this song? Okay. Mm-hmm. What if the girl he wrote this about is the sister of the girl Tequila makes her clothes to co- fall off? <laughs> and they're just these girls that can't handle it drinking tequila. Handle some kind of like DNA thing. <laughs> Genetics. Not meant for Might be the same lady. Might be the same lady. But one gets mad, one gets sad. So I think they're the tequila sisters. 
<laughs> yes. Band name called it. <laughs> what was the... Okay, so Casey had somebody on the bus. What was the story? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so there was this this girl that rode our school bus when I was younger. Mm -hmm. She was, I mean, she was several several years. I think I was in, like, high school, and she was in middle school. It was one of those deals. Yeah. But um, I remember her trying to convince everybody on the front of the bus on the way home that um, Joe Nichols wrote, Tequila Makes Her Clothes Fall Off, about her mamma. Not her mom. Her mamma. Her mamma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to. I'm you trying guys to, could see the I'm just trying to take Kayla's that all in. I'm just. Her mamma was one of the tequila sisters. And <laughs> <laughs> something there was apparently a time with a wild night involving Jose Cuervo and her mamma that struck a chord with Joe Nichols. I don't know why she would drag her mamma through the mud like that, but she that was her story. Maybe her mamma dragged Joe it. Nichols through the mud. Like, <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know. Remains a mystery. Joe Nichols, if you're listening, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? Tequila mammals. <laughs> okay, that's the band name. Yeah, that's it. Copyright, copyright. Mamma tequila. I mean, we can just keep going. <laughs> No, we can stop. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> what you got, Caleb? Number three. I'm just an old chunk of coal. But I'm going to be, be a dying someday. Yeah, from the sophomore album appropriately named John Anderson 2. Released as a single in the spring of 81 and climbed all the way to number four. I was surprised. I thought I figured top five, but I figured yeah. it had been a little bit higher than four. And one, like you said, originally written by Billy Joe Shaver. And it's one of the songs that I always think of early. When somebody mentions John Anderson, that's one of the first few songs I think of usually yeah. is this one. But I uh, love the way it's written. I love the way it's arranged. I think it's... Maybe some people might get the vibe that maybe it's a song of he's coming from a place of arrogance. Yeah, but I think he's really ju- he's just manifesting his destiny. You know, he's yeah. speaking his he's claiming it. You know? Yeah, he's, yeah. Like I'm not there yet, but I'm, I'm going to I'm going to be there. I'm going to get there. He was Lo and right. behold, he was it just there. makes him more Cinderella to me. <laughs> Heavy Cinderella vibes on this one, yeah. <laughs> Seminola. He went from building the Opry to playing in the Opry. You know? uh, I mean, it doesn't get any more Cinderella. It's very Cinderella story. (laughs) I already gave you, well, I already let you guys know, uh, Straight Tequila Night, also my number three. Great song. For me, anyway, personally, I felt (laughs) that it deserved to be in the top three. I mean. What are you trying to say? I don't know. I'm just saying. I can't believe it was so low for you. It's just, I like, I'm sorry. It's not that I don't like the song. It's just that I like these other seven songs yeah, I get more. It. Yeah. But I don't. I always <laughs> love how the uh, the guitar and the fiddle and like the little instrumentals play off of each other. Yeah. Yes, he uses so many different instruments in any song. Most songs have like fiddle, piano. We've got some kind of like lap steel or something going on. He's playing electric guitar. Mm-hmm. You know, there might be horns in there. Probably so, yeah. Some saxophone. It's awesome. I think the song is very, very cleverly written. 
But she's on second one. Oh, yeah. Don't ask her. Yeah. Yeah, that's my number three. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, sorry. Um, everyone listening, you know, Casey's usually friendly and fun with most of the time, but <laughs> rank straight tequila nine outside of the top five. Watch out. <laughs> He's ready to fight, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm really excited to see what y'all have in your your final two songs here. Who's up? You for number oh, two. Number two, bend it until it breaks. I don't know if I've heard this one. I I'll be honest. Love it's this hot. song. What, what album is this from? Um, this is from the one with the red background. What's that one called? Uh, might, small town. No, that's that's the, the same album as Small Town. Okay. Red background. He's standing there. What's that one called? Mm. Hold on, let me look. If you really want to, sorry, I can't get that song on my head now. Um, what's it called? Nobody's got it all. No, I don't know. It's a taking the country back. He's yes, standing there with a the guitar. Yes, yep. yes, yes. Yep. This is a really good song, and it's one that I, it kept coming up in my head. Like I would just not be doing anything, and this was the song in my head. Very cool sounding. It's not like overproduced, overdone. It's mm-hmm. probably more, one of his more simpler songs, but it does have fiddle and stuff in it. This one is like his new album. If I had to say, like, if I could pick one song of his old songs that his new album sounds the most like, it would be this song. Okay, that's cool. It's really good. That's exciting. I'll get some new music too that I haven't heard yet. Yeah, that's one I hadn't paid much attention to, but. You know, since she's been listening to it a lot, I've been I've been hearing it. And mm-hmm. I, d- I mean, it wouldn't make like a top for me, but it is a very good song. What you got, Caleb? Okay, my number two, as we mentioned, Black Sheep. <laughs> the Black Sheep. Yeah, uh, released in '83. This one was from All the People Are Talking, which is a cool album cover. I feel like it's a very country-esque album cover where it's just yeah. like a bunch of people huddled around trucks in a parking lot somewhere, yeah. hanging out, talking. Yeah. Uh, man, it's just a good time and like a really fun fusion of multiple genres like country and rock and roll and blues. Um, and if anyone else, you know, has this in their top one or two, I appreciate that. Let's... Let's meet up at the Crystal. Let's go to a picture show. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I was listening to this song, and I was thinking, where are all the country songs like this now? This was a toe tapper. Yeah. Yeah. That's Caleb. Like, you're really tapping that toe on this song, And the bass, like, just doesn't quit. Might be stomping my foot till it breaks. I don't know. Okay, what's uh, what's your number two? I'm real curious. Number two, no surprise here, Seminole Wind. This is just like this song is John Anderson, you know? Yeah, like it's 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 all of the good, all of the great musically all of the borderline strange like all wrapped up into one song yeah here you go yeah like you want a story well here's a story like you better have that lyric sheet because there's some 
there's some different names in here. There's yeah. some stuff that you're not used to hearing. There's a lot of lyrics in it, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's, there's a lot, there's a lot going on. It's heavy lyrically. It's almost like a, it's, it's kind of like a sad, somber song. Yeah. But, and, you know, they kind of um, allude to that with the big piano intro and fiddle intro, you know. Mm-hmm. But then, like, that sweet beat kicks in. Yeah, like, the beginning of that song, it almost seems like you're getting ready to watch, like, a motion picture movie production. Yeah. Like, with yeah. the way of, like, oh, this is epic. Here comes yeah. something builds, big. builds, yeah. Yeah. Like, we're about to see some cowboys die. Yeah, a movie, yeah, you like know? Last of Mohegans or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or Braveheart or something. <laughs> That's not a Western. Mel Gibson. <laughs> like Braveheart's not a Western, know. huh? I'm I'm really confused. Maybe I don't know what Braveheart is. <laughs> oh, the Patriot, that one too. All Mel Gibson. All Western. Is Westerns, he Dragonheart right? too? The Patriot. That's the one where he has the, the Scottish accent, right? Is Dragonheart Mel Gibson? <laughs> Leave the weapon two. That's the one you're thinking of. Leave the weapon two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just stuck in the Mel Gibson. <laughs> just spitballing here, okay? Anyways, Seminole Wind. Seminole Wind. Yes. We watched the video. I think this is the first one we went back and watched was Seminole Wind. Pr- pretty normal video. Yeah. But I would love to know how much they spent on the video. Cause like you got like pricey. helicopter shots and everything like yeah they went all out it, right like it's all aerial and you know they didn't have drones then so they had to have done that in the helicopter or something well, if anybody could have had drones in like ninety three it'd have been John Anderson though I'd say yeah and his yeah, fairy godmother yeah Dolly <laughs> yeah <laughs> be this, home by midnight that's a music video too <laughs> that I can have like actual memories of like seeing that one on TV as a yeah. kid all the time yeah. Okay, so here's something that uh, we haven't had in a while. Misheard lyric. Yes, okay. What you got? I always thought <laughs> that, which, you know, it's easy on this one because there's some different, like I said, there's some different words, yeah. different terminology, different areas that you're not used to hearing yeah. about. I always thought the end of the chorus said, blow across the home of the Seminole. The alligators in the dark. I was thinking, are these native people known as the alligators in the dark being down in Florida? Yeah, like a translation of something. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, you know, this is a metaphor or this is something, Mm -hmm. you know. That's not what it says. It says the alligator and the gar. Gar is a fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just don't hear about gar yeah, much around here. And, I mean, you hear songs about uh, your bass and catfish and stuff all the time. You know, you don't On hear a list of fish. Like gar. gar is probably a, a sub five. Yeah. It's not in the top five. Yeah, <laughs> Gar Brooks is that a meme yet? It will be now. Maybe that was another challenge. Like, put Gar in a song. You can do it. Of course, John could. But here's the thing: I realized at some point. It didn't say the alligators in the dark. I was thinking, I don't think he says that. I think he says the alligators in the gulf. Also not <laughs> yeah. the lyric. They are yeah. There. So I misheard lyrics two different times in my life on this. <laughs> and song. I've finally come to know that it's the alligator in the gar. Now we know. Now we know. <laughs> 
<laughs> Finally got to figure it out. <laughs> Took you 33 years. You got it. Uh, there's another one, actually, now that I'm reading through some lyrics here. <laughs> there would probably be a lot more if we all read through the lyrics. Now, as a child, song. I didn't sit down with the, uh, you know, the cassette insert from this or, or, and read along with the lyrics. So every time you hear it on the radio, you're just picking out what you think the words are. Yeah. That's what we did, you know. That's why we have so many misheard lyrics on some of this stuff. But... um so he says, blow, blow from the Okeechobee. Uh, I got that part. All the way up to Micanope. I thought he oh. said, like, Micanobay or I something. I thought he like did, it. too. See, there we go. I'm not alone in Did this. you yeah. have that right, Caleb, All in your No. Head? I thought it was like, Micanope. I, I don't know what I've heard, but now I can't hear whatever I've heard before, but I did not know it was that. Delegate in the Gulf. In the Gulf. <laughs> <laughs> they are there. Oh, I guess right? in the area. <laughs> so that's my Educate us, John. Yeah, I, I feel like I got a history lesson just yeah. by reading the lyrics, you know? A geography lesson, probably. Yeah, sure. Now you know. Now you know. Number ones, are we ready? Yeah, go ahead for it. Go, go, ahead, go ahead for you, you it, know. I said. Words. Words. Seminole Wind. That's your number one? Number one. Love I, it. I understand. I knew making this list, I was like, number one will be Seminole Wind. And listening to all these different songs, going back through his catalog and stuff, it still makes my number one. It's yeah. just epitome of John Anderson. It's what, if you say like, hey, do you like John Anderson? That's probably what most people think. That or swinging probably. Right. Mm -hmm. But I love this song. I love the piano in it. I love the fiddle. Uh, the video is really pretty normal for 90s country videos pretty normal for him yeah we'll get to yeah. that <laughs> yeah but i mean it's just a really cool song like i don't have a clue what this guy's talking about but i love it <laughs> it Our, sounds I, really i'm cool. hearing it and i respect what he's saying <laughs> yeah like i don't know these places he's talking about but i'm there with you john yeah, he's, he's taking you there we're in the everglades together <laughs> and the gulf and the gulf and the gulf the we are the, the alligators gar. in the dark john yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think that it, I read that in a Valentine's Day card once. Maybe. Like scenes in the hourglass. What's that saying? Like alligators. So in are the, the alligators in the dark? <laughs> These are the days of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> like alligators in the Gulf. So are the days of our lives. <laughs> Five star review. If your mamaw made you watch Days of Our Lives, <laughs> Caleb, I think we did it. Did we do it? I think we did it. We'll oh, go on one, two, three, go, or one, two, three. I'll tell you what, is sky's the limit, right? No price too high? Have we done it? Yeah. Money in the bank? Money in Money the in bank. Money in the bank, matching number I one. I knew it. I have so many memories of listening to this song with you, like just riding around or whatever. Yeah. It's just like one of the, the most catchy John Anderson songs. The guitar is fantastic. Yeah. Gosh, and it's good. Straddles the line of like country and rock and roll there, really, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one was from Solid Ground, released in 93. And a number one hit, of course. Yeah. As it should be. And full circle, let's loop back on this episode to Leanne Walmack. Okay. Co-writer co on this track, Mark D. Sanders, who, as we know, has a yacht probably from yeah. riding. I hope you dance. Hope so. you dance. Co uh, rider on this too. So, dang. 
He can do it all. He's apparently. the man that invented the money machine. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's he the, really is. Yeah. He invented it by it's writing a, these songs. It, that song and his boat is called <laughs> "I Hope You Dance." Yeah. <laughs> I just want the world to know that I call "I Hope You Dance" the Dale Earnhardt song. <laughs> Because when Dale Earnhardt died, that was like what played in like the montage of the video. It was the time, wasn't it? Uh, that was the time. So to me, like that, that song is like synonymous with Dale Earnhardt. So. <laughs> More iconic dance song, The Dance or I Hope You Dance? Hmm, I Hope You Dance is so sad, though, because I just think about Dale Earnhardt dying. <laughs> I feel like the dance is kind of sad. Well, I mean, yeah. it is. The dance is sad, but it's not like Dale Earnhardt leaving us sad. I mean, so. does it get any sadder? Now I'm just sad. I'm, I need a moment. To, hey, Dylan ain't dead. He's a lap ahead. You know? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Money in the bank. Money in the bank. <laughs> I but, love that they have, like, I, I feel like the song is arranged really strangely. Because you have, like, the chorus, I feel, I'm, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but I feel like, okay, you have, like, the verse, then the chorus is basically just, your love's better than money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Then you have verse two. Then, you know, back to the the chorus thing. Then you have this thing, I guess, is the bridge that, oh, no. make me feel like I need. Which, that's an awesome uh, awesome lyric. I ought to drive you around yeah. in an armored truck. Then you get another music break. Like they're they just epic fiddle solo in song, there. Yeah, which I feel like it's it's awesome that this is the number one song because there's so many music breaks in the song that I feel like that's kind of rare to have like just as much music as vocal. You know. Yeah. But and then you have like this whole third verse that is fantastic, just as good as the rest of the verses. You know. What a perfect! It's like he had an additional verse. He's like, I hate to leave it out. It's so good. Yeah, it's just, just toss her in there. there. But yeah, I love. It's just a fun song from start to finish. Yeah, it is and lyrically, I love it. Like we were mentioning earlier, like I wish I had a bass boat and a Z twenty eight, but I guess that stuff will have to wait because I'm saving on a washer and a wedding ring. I want this love to be a lasting thing. Right at the top. Right at the top. That's where you rank. Some reason it makes me think of like I guess with the the wedding ring comment, but like really weird nineties jewelry store commercials where it was just like <laughs> black and white and like voiceovers yeah. like yeah. show her you want this love to be a lasting thing. That you're saving on a washer and a wedding ring. He went to jail. Anderson's drawers. <laughs> that video, like it's so so literal like the part where he sings about armored truck there's literally an armored truck on the video i'm like oh my gosh it's too literal he's trying trying to get the point across you know he paints a very clear he's really picture spelling it out for you you know like last night i had a crazy dream are there songs we, that we that didn't make the cut heck yeah we are. need to talk about because yes. i have some yep <laughs> so i want you, you all do what you lead us off then okay can we talk about uh, that song, Fell in the Water That You Walk On? That almost made my That's list. That's a pretty good song. That's a great song. I think it's really great lyrically, too. The <laughs> but, video is questionable. The video 
is my favorite 90s music <laughs> video that I have watched so far. And you going back and looking, watching these. It is so good. He literally, like this angel-like woman comes out on the water. And mm-hmm. she's like ghostly angel looking, whatever. <laughs> and then he falls in the water. Like literally falls in. And for some, it's like a lake. But when he falls in, it's really like an ocean. Because there's like reefs and stuff. Yeah. And he's also like miniature. He's tiny. Like he's in a fish tank. The whole <laughs> yeah. band. Is and there's in like a fish all tank. these animals, like these sea animals all around him. And like at one point, he reaches out and pets a seahorse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and his band's there too. <laughs> so definitely do yourself a favor and go back and watch this video. I must now, tonight. Me and Casey were dying <laughs> <laughing> <laughs> watching this. It's great. And his band shows up, it's and they're there, song. like, trying to play, and they're all underwater. And for some reason, they're all, like, tiny. Like, all these sea animals are, like, huge around Yeah, the seahorse is the same size as him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he reaches out and pets it. I, feel in the water. I can't wait to watch this. It's, it's so great. good. It's so good. At some point, we need to, uh, well, whenever they don't strike us for copyright, we just need, like, a mystery science theater version where we just talk about 90s country music videos oh yes. Gosh, yes yes that'd be great y'all need to make like a youtube playlist of like your favorite 90s country music videos. yes this one, if this one didn't make the cut i would be offended because <laughs> it's been my favorite i look this I is can see so why. crazy the picture you've painted i can't wait to see <laughs> she just started like a cheating songs almost made my list that's a good one one that I love too that was kind of the same thing where like I feel like it was underrated not a lot of people have heard it and it was kind of newer for me was uh, from his debut album it's called The Arms of a Fool See, it's just a really good one. like sad country song um, then I had some that were just funner I guess lyrically that I yeah. felt like I had to have which one was Haunted House which is a cover of a, a, a tune that someone else had done but lyrically it's just I, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. But I love it. I can't get enough of it. I considered putting. I wish I could have been there on there, but it's just too sad. That's a really yeah. good song, but it is really sad. It's just too. That sad. one almost made my list. It's not one that I want to encounter often on our top tracks. Mm-hmm. Listening through the playlist, you, you know? don't have time to be that sad. <laughs> yeah. Major bummer. Did y'all happen to lend an ear to? Tokyo, Oklahoma. Yes. Did we ever? Yeah, I really <laughs> thought that was going to be on your list. I did too. I, it came close, I won't lie, but like some of these other songs from like his first and second album just yeah. won me over. But that one was real close. It's a good song. It's I, weird. I want but it's to. Good. I haven't yet, but I want to read through the lyrics on that. Like, what in the world is he talking y- you about? You should. I did. It's, you should. Is there really a place? There's what and what it's like Tokyo so. to you know Oklahoma. What? Yeah, right? like he's talking over, I guess, okay. like radio or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or calling in. But that's like his album cover, too, is he's dressed like that. I feel like if I walked into a record store in the <laughs> 80s and I just saw that and had no idea who John Anderson was, I'm probably leaving the record store with that record. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because he's I'm like, like talking about geishas and stuff. Yeah. I'm intrigued. Range. He can do it all. What other country artist yeah. has come out with a song that sounds like Japanese? It, I don't know how he gets the sounds he gets in that song from I'm telling you, traditional in, country artists. It's a good song. It is. It's catchy. The man, it, the man is an artist. He is. 
I want to recreate that ensemble he has on that album. I want that in my closet. <laughs> I want to wear that out on the town. Impeccable taste. Yeah. <laughs> 10 out of 10 style. He had like all those Aztec prints he would wear. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. There's one album cover where he's got like the bolo tie on. I'm like, he looks so cool. He really does. <laughs> one more that almost made it for me is um, You Can't Keep a Good Memory Down. Have you heard that, that? Yeah, that's good. That's a good song. It's it's another sad, sad country song. But, um, yeah, like lyrically, I think it's why he's talking about how like he like sold the house and got away and everything, mm-hmm. but like the it always comes back to. But you can't keep a good memory down. Like man, that's good. Cutting me deep. Almost had uh, country fight on there too. I'm hurting Linda. It's one of these big ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I almost had 1959. Great Not song. chicken truck. Not chicken. Chicken truck. truck chicken truck. <laughs> And I thought, like, going back and listening to this song, I was like, this song was way before its time, I feel like. It's kind of like a complex song. Yeah. The chorus kind of, like, goes up and does something completely different. So that's a really well-written song, too. Really interesting, especially for the time. And then, okay, this one didn't make my list. Don't like this song. But he has this song called Bad Weather. Did you listen to it in, in your quest of John Anderson? No, I haven't. Oh, my gosh. It's strange. It's It's, like, swingy. But I I bring it up just to say, like, all the things that he would try. Mm -hmm. I told Casey, it sounds like a song that you would sing for Halloween at your grade school for music class. You're like, there was an old lady who lived in the woods. (laughs) It gives you those kind of vibes. He's like, bad weather. It's like swingy. It's so weird. I'm like, why did he do this? But it was the range. It gave me strong the cat came back vibes. Ooh. <laughs> Spooky. <laughs> the cat came back the very next day. You know what I'm talking about? You know, though, I was very disappointed because he has a whole Christmas album that you all did not pull from for your Christmas episodes. So next Christmas. I saw that when I went through. I was like, how do, how do I how not we know? miss it? I know. That whole album's going on my Christmas playlist this year. I <laughs> just imagine the scene on Rudolph. When the misfit toys are like, there's always next Christmas. <laughs> make it right this Christmas. We can John always Anderson add to the top 40, you know, make yeah, it the top can. 50, top 60. <laughs> Christmas never ends. Top 200. Here we go. That's the goal eventually. Got to start now. <laughs> Don't tempt us. We will. <laughs> there's so many 90s country Christmas, though. So many. And we have that beautiful poem we wrote, The the Night Before 90s yeah. Country Christmas. We'll yeah. have to share that with you all next season. Yeah. Yep. yep, that's true. Man, there's some lines in there. Dang. I can't <laughs> that's, wait. That's good can't stuff. Can't wait. That's good stuff. Christmas in July. Let's do it. Here we okay. go. Well, guys, we have, we have talked at length about John Anderson. And I'm not mad about it. I'm not. Hopefully, y'all have loved it every minute of it. But you, as listeners, I mean, I guess we should probably let you go to work or let you let you go to bed or you know, go no. retrieve your child from school or whatever whatever it is you got to do today. You know, thanks for thanks for letting us be a part of it. Yeah. But um, could you do us a favor? Could you go 
give us a five-star rating on iTunes. If you listen on iTunes. Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen. Yeah, I mean, give us give us a, um, you know, maybe, maybe a sparkling review. That yeah. would be nice. Okay, and um, can I address something here? If you're going to give us a three-star rating, just don't give us a rating. Give us an angry review. Give us a one as opposed to a three. Like, take yeah. a stance one like, way or the other. Like, imagine, like, feeling so strongly about not knowing how you felt about it that you go through the trouble of giving somebody a three-star review. <laughs> or a three-star rating, rather. But just don't review or don't, don't give us the rating if you... You're all scrambled. Five stars only. Five, that's what I'm trying up. to say here. Five stars only. I've never seen you this angry before. I'm so mad. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, thank the. We, there have been a few new uh, reviews on there recently, so thank you guys for doing that. Yeah, thanks so much for listening and for uh, sharing with your friends. We've been getting a lot of regular traffic and yeah, a lot of new listeners, and that's. Awesome, and I assume a lot of y'all are liking what you're hearing and sharing with friends, and we super appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. And um, I mean, we've been doing some some giveaways on the socials lately. That that has been going really well. That's been really fun. If you if you go over to our Facebook, you could see um, a couple of those winners. Kind of some of the um, awesome duds. That they, got they got some cool stuff. Man, they got hooked up, and that could have been you. Could have been you. But there's and maybe next time it can next time it could be you because that that won't be the only time that we do that. But um, yeah, definitely follow us on the socials and be on the lookout for stuff like that. And just like always, let us know what we missed. I mean, we've talked yeah. about a lot of John Anderson songs here tonight. Let us we know your top talking. five. We we could keep talking, but we'll you know we'll put the uh, we'll we'll put the ball in your court. And you let us know what we missed. Yeah. If we if your favorite Chinese tracks didn't make the top five for us, let us know which ones didn't. We'll add them to the playlist so we can all enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to be mad about more John Anderson songs that we no, weren't aware not a of. chance. You know? Yeah. yeah. I just want to thank you all for having me on. It's a lot of fun. Um yeah, really proud of you all doing this, and y'all are doing so good with it. And it's really, I don't, I'm not a big 90s country person. I'm, <laughs> I'm honest about it. But even, like, for me, I really enjoy listening to it. And not just because, you know, I love you all, but it's really been fun to be a part of it and to listen when y'all come out with new episodes. So, thank you. Well, thank thanks. you, honey. Yeah, thanks. Thank I appreciate you very that. much. And thanks for coming on. Yeah, it was, was a great time. We're definitely, you're going to have to come back again so you can host the guest the song that guess that tune yes we'll come out with some new songs yeah that was fun that was fun and i know we already have another episode that we want to do that we know that you will have to be a part of for sure mm-hmm. i'll i'll keep it a, a a mystery i guess for now oh, i have a clue what is it i don't, I don't, yeah, know. I don't know what it is hmm. i'll tell you guys when we stop recording <laughs> Well, this has been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Yeah, really fun. I've had a great time here tonight. Or today, or whatever time it is that you listen to this show. (laughs) Yeah, we love you guys. 
We appreciate you. We're thinking about you every day and night. Always. And I'll tell you what my papa said to my mama when he got off the highball train. Wake me up early. Be good to my dogs. And listen to the Chattahoochee podcast.